Here we go, it's Six Pack Cinema. This week it's just me and Dave. Jimmy's sitting this one out because we're talking about Marvel movies. We're talking about Black Panther, the latest in the whole series. Great. I love it. I really did. How about you? I yeah. I um I feel like I'm gonna get torn apart for this. And I really like the movie. It's good. It's in my top five, maybe. It's at, it's at number five. It's at number five, but I feel like the media and everyone on Twitter and Facebook is sucking this dick a little bit too much. I think it's it's a good movie. It's not the best Marvel has ever put out. It shouldn't be the highest rated Marvel movie of all time, which it is. Yeah, no, I don't think it should be the highest rated, but... It is by, like, a decent chunk. Yeah. No, but I don't know, but that, that's... You can't... We've already talked about ratings, like, the, the critics' ratings. They're all... They're all fucked. They don't mean anything. Yeah. You know? No. Uh, box office numbers talk, though, and they are through the roof. They've already oh. they've already reached their, like, uh, anticipated total. Like, yeah. in the first weekend. Well, I, I, right before we hopped on, I was looking at Twitter, and I saw, in December, this movie was projected to do $90 million its first <laughs> weekend, which still would have been fantastic. It did over $200 million. I think it was 238 Jesus. And the last including- record... So those behind the scenes were recording on President's Day, which some people have off. So I'm sure that helped a little bit. Didn't didn't include President's Day. Oh wow. That that wasn't, but that was including the the Thursday night releases, which mm-hmm. I think Thursday night got 54 million alone. That's, which is nuts. Yeah, I mean that's more than a lot of movies whole weekends. Uh, a lot of movies whole tenure. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true too. But so. Yeah, I think the last one to do the the last record for opening weekend was Deadpool, and that was like 160. It was blew it out the water. Jesus. So it wasn't even close. Yeah. So the people have spoken, David, and they like it. We know. I I liked it too. I just don't think it it does not get deserve all the praise it's getting. I think I I think it has its flaws like any other movie, but I think it was it might be my number two behind the first Avengers. The first well, Avengers maybe, was... Maybe after we, we talk about them all, we'll, we'll each give our top five and see okay. what Okay, we can do that. Um, I love this movie. I, I thought it was the best standalone Marvel movie. You, you can take this one without without knowing the backstories of, of any previous of the 17 movies. This one would have been perfect for Jimmy to see because like, you didn't need to know anything, really. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I was... think Jimmy should like still go see it. And I think he should. Him. I think he'd like it. Yeah, for sure. I still this, say Iron this... Man's the best standalone, though. I mean, it's Iron Man. It's the one that kicked this all off. I know, I know. It's hard. It's hard to debunk that, but it's 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 it was so good. It was it was just like people are are comparing it for good reason to uh, James Bond. It had the yes. same formula almost. Um, it was cooler James Bond. It okay. um. Well, at least the latest James Bonds. I still love like yeah. the old school when he's just fucking around. With oh, gadgets. Sean Connery. Yeah, no, yeah. that was great. Now th- this one was great because it uh, it opened up a whole new uh, chapter for Marvel movies. You know, mm-hmm. it's the we went places we never we went to um yeah in Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor went to space but I mean fuck space this was uh African and went to North Korea or South Korea South Korea or middle middle Korea that was definitely South Korea you okay think they have all that technology and nightlife in North Korea I think somebody does and it's an underground casino in North Korea I think that's completely reasonable for uh what yeah for, arms for a U.S. CIA I, agent to walk into. I think so. I think even more so. Uh, I think I think if there's any if there's any place in the world that has got the super shady underground Korean uh, casino, North Korea more so than South Korea. I I don't. I think as someone who is who, as someone who has never been to Korea, I stand by that. 
As somebody who has also never been to either Korea, I disagree. All right. But well, we have no basis there. All right. So, I, I, I'll just say I, I love this movie. I think it's getting a, the right, the appropriate amount of praise. I, can, can I say I love what it's doing for blockbusters, especially for like the first blockbuster that's a 99% all black cast. And I don't think anyone was a poor actor. Some were better than others. But I think the entire cast was fantastic, and there, there shouldn't be any reason now that studios can say a black lead can't carry a film. Did they, were they saying that before? That's been like behind the scenes. People say that like that's why there haven't been any big ones. The same reason why up until recently there haven't been any gay led films or anything. Hmm. Like only I think in the last maybe that five, was ten that... years that's changed, but I think maybe more so that's that's from the writers or not the writers, the studios. Um... Just not even trying because we know well, yeah, they were afraid. Act. I mean, but this. I mean, we, we 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 know that like I mean Denzel, he's been around forever. He's he's a hardcore leading man. Well, yes, but I, I think more. I was thinking more comic booky superhero movies. Okay, sure. So well, yeah. Regardless, this this proved everyone who may have thought it was wrong completely wrong. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, let's hop into our deep dive then. I know you had some thoughts about the very beginning. It was weird for me. It was weird. Um, I think it was just my theater because we were going from trailers. Um, the trailer ended, and, and all of a sudden, I'm listening to the guy from This Is Us talk about uh, vibranium, and it there was no. Wait, did you miss the, the very beginning where it was a silhouette of two people, and one was like a kid, obviously saying, "Tell me a story," and the dad saying, "Yeah, what story do you want to hear?" And then the kid saying, "The story of our people." I think that was still all all a black screen when that when that first popped up. It was it, it, they then, first started talking. It was black, and then the first thing you see, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Silhouette so of we, the two we, people, first, and then it goes to like zooms through past them, shows like African. Yeah, when they uh, first but they first start speaking says, like with with all black. Yes. Yeah. See, usually like you'll get the um, you get the little disclaimer like, "Oh, look for the exits. Please silence your phones." Like those kinds of things. Oh, you didn't even get that. Nothing. That's that's what I'm saying. It went right from like the end of some shitty ass trailer to that the trailer for the. Uh, did you see the the like, the old seven year old basketball player team? No, I didn't get yeah. that one. I got a shitty trailer for that and it went right into this. <laughs> it was crazy. There was no okay. buffer. No, I, I had the normal like turn off your phone. Thank you, everyone, yeah. for our super. That's what I was looking members. for. That's, that's why Enjoy like I get Coca Cola. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I stopped tweeting and I put my phone down and I I, I listen. Didn't get that. So yeah. I, didn't, I I prefer to be warned before it starts. Yeah. Uh, that, that sounds like your theater fucked up. They did. They usually do. Yeah. I'll I'll own that. I loved I loved the 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 simple illustration beforehand with it to go along with the the story mm-hmm. of the vibranium and all that good stuff. Well, I the, qu- that played very very well. Question, because we're jumping out a little bit here, but. So this was like one of the most like isolated Marvel movies. It you really didn't have to know anything about any of the other ones to go see this and enjoy it. But do you think the last Infinity Stone was with the vibranium? Because it's the Soul Stone. So if it crashed into the mountain, that would affect the plants, which is why they can connect to the Soul like astral plane. Interesting. Uh, if it is there, they don't know it. Yes, I don't think they know it. But I th- okay. I just... So you think you think is in there like. They're they're mining for vibranium and there's they eventually there's a soul stolen in there. Yes, I think it, you've seen the Infinity War trailer. It shows a uh, massive no. fight. No, I haven't. You haven't? Of course I have. Oh, 
I don't know. <laughs> but it shows yeah. a massive fight happening in Wakanda, and that would make sense why Thanos goes there. I think I think you're right because I, I was surprised that there was no Soul Stone in there in in this one. Yes, because um, this is the last movie until Infinity War. Yep. Unless they just completely forego the Soul Stone as is. Or yeah. I also heard the the rumor that that Thanos already has the Soul Stone. He didn't in the post credit scene though. Where he the, first grabs the glove, he doesn't. And first, in his when okay. in the trailer oh, way, when way you back. see his glove, yeah. When you see his glove in the trailer, he has the time and the well the one from the, the Tesseract yeah. one yeah. and the power from Xandar. But no, but you, you, you specifically cannot see the uh, the thumb. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because there's one on the thumb, and you can't see it. And it, they, they point that out every time. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I would hope I would hope that he doesn't have the Soul Stone. I mean, we're, getting, we're getting really hardcore nerd here away from the movie, but whatever. Yeah. We're doing it. Um, I, I, read the, I read the Infinity Gauntlet comic book recently, mm-hmm. and uh, A, it sucks. It's not good. <laughs> it's, there's, there's, I, I, Marvel's been good at taking comic books that they weren't great but the idea was there and turned yeah. it into its own thing so i'm not yeah, worried about that i remember like but a year ago they, they they released a video of like robert Downey jr and chris pratt and the tom holland kid uh they're talking about what it is to be start filming that and they showed a little clip of the book all like it was had like post notes in it it was dog-eared and they, so they're using it heavily i don't know why because it starts out, the comic book starts out with Thanos having all five uh, stones, or all six stones. Well, there, all right, then you, that's like the main story. There's a lead-up one where he, like, gets them all. Okay. Well, okay. So, that's neither here nor there. If When you have all six of them, the soul stone's the, the worst one. Well, yeah. It is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but, you, I mean when like, you have so, all six of them, you can just, like, control everything. Without, without batting an eye. I know, but the... the the Soul Stone, though, is the worst because you can just control people. <laughs> you can just make pe- dead people alive and live people dead. Yeah. You can just control their minds. So have him not having it would be good. Yes, I think that's why that the big last fight is going to be in Wakanda, and it'll be them trying to stop him from getting the last stone. Okay. And then I, the don't, movie I, don't... Will, I think the movie will end with him getting it and like just wrecking the universe, and then the part two even though they're not calling it part two, will be about them resetting it. Don't. I don't think that's possible. That's absolutely what they're going to do, and that lets them, like, kill some characters, keep some alive. It's, no. Well, they said they filmed both the movies back-to-back, and they're heavily connected. No, yeah, they're, they're like, they're straight-up continuations of each other. Yeah. I don't see that happening because you you need to keep... There, There's a lot of fans out there of these movies that aren't like me and you who are super fucking nerds. People who just like these movies for what they are. And if you throw, like, oh, the universe is over, they're going to be really confused. Well, I don't think it'll be over. I think he's going to rewrite it and remove a lot of the main heroes. Yeah. And that's why there's still, like, two years of movies in between, or, like, a year and a half. Year and a half, yep. So, like, you're going to get other characters' movies, and I think they're all going to kind of be connected with them trying to piece together what happened and bring back the original Avengers. And that'll happen in the next Avengers movie. Okay. Hmm. But there's, there's a lot about of hardcore Marvel shit. Let's get a lot back of speculation the... there. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Um, you talked about the uh the the intro with with the, with the um. Fuck, I'm I'm rattled. I'm thinking of Thanos now. Yeah. 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 The um, intro with with um, 
the Killmonger's father. He, he narrated the, the the storytelling. Yes, which I, I it completely slipped my mind until somebody pointed out like pointed that out to me that he was the Killmonger was the one hearing the story in the beginning, not T'Challa. I think that, that was important. Was I think yeah. that was that was important because that way it, it was a little teaser beforehand that says, "All right, yeah, his he has a son, and he knows what's up. He knows the real the truth. He's not just some kid in Oakland playing basketball." La di da, my mm-hmm. dad's robbing people. No, he he knew. Oh yeah. So sure. that that if you picked up on that beforehand, instead of after the fact, good for you. I didn't. I I knew it was I knew it was that actor because mm-hmm. immediately his voice is very very distinct because I had to watch the first season of This Is Us and that that uh, traumatized me. So I always understand what his voice sounds like. Oh, is he in that? I haven't. Oh, he is in that, and he doesn't. He operates. I, I as an actor, I think he's kind of the same. He, he might be a one trick pony. Because he mm-hmm. operates always on the verge of crying. Like, you, you, he could break down and, and cry in a moment. Yeah. And that was the same case here. He, he, was, he, was, he was scared. He was like, oh, oh my God. Huh. My, mm-hmm. my, my, my brother, whatever. So, hopefully he can, have, he can find a little bit of range other than super sappy drama, man. I mean, hey, it's still a career. If that's hey, all you can do. He's way more famous and richer than I am, so good for him. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Killmonger, though? I have some some thoughts on them, but I'm curious where you land. The overall character of him, yeah, I liked him. Uh, I heard some people, I didn't hear, I read several several bloggers and several tweets about him overacting, and it was like it was like a high school performance for him. Which at first at first I was like, yeah, you know what, he he it was kind of off. It was it was it was weird how how angry and how over the top he was. But then I was thinking about today and. I was talking about some people at work and came to the conclusion that, like, yeah, they did that, probably did that on purpose to kind of show the differences that he, he grew up needing to prove himself, wanting. He, he, was, he grew up with vengeance and, and, and he, yeah. this over the top. justice for his dad. Ju- injustice, was... yeah, that's the word. He, he, he's an angry man and he was always over the top and he was always killing fucking everyone. So be, being exuberant and over the top is just who he was so i think that was written specifically to show contrast with uh t'challa and be the Black Panther. they they i know a lot of people get tired of these movies having the villain kind of be the exact same character as the hero but evil yep. but i thought this movie did it so well that they were two sides of the same coin like t'challa could have just been him if he didn't grow up in the privilege that he did, and in Civil War he almost was, he went yep. on a vengeance vengeance quest and then caught yeah. himself right before like killing. I can't remember the villain in that, but the the guy that got the Avengers to fight. Yeah. Um. So he he was close too. to it even with all his benefits in the world. So it was easy to see why Killmonger would latch onto the hatred and wanting to find Wakanda and get vengeance for his dad. I thought. Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan was fantastic in this. He's probably my favorite character. And fun fact, someone, when he died, someone in my theater said, are you fucking kidding me? And got up and left. He was watching the movie as that guy as the hero, which is stupid. Like, you should go into these Marvel movies knowing who's the hero and who's the bad guy. I mean. But to have a villain that's on that level where people were connecting with him, he had the right message, just the wrong method. Yeah, because he was the most uh, relatable and understood villain of all time. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Which leads me to something I'm pissed at Marvel about. They, no, they killed, killed him. off both him and Claw. Mm-hmm. Claw was not nearly as deep, but he was just so much fun to watch. 
in this movie. Yep. And both Claw and Killmonger are Black Panther's two, his biggest, um, like, rivals and enemies in the comics. So they killed off both of them in the same movie, which seems stupid to me. Yeah. I mean, well, Claw's been in two movies, but he's had two small bit, bit roles in two movies. Mm-hmm. Do you think there was any way that, that Killmonger could have done anything to uh, to win over the guy at the gate? Fuck, what's his name? Wakabi? The guy from Get Out? I mean, uh, I think you show him your your necklace and your uh, yeah, the le- you know, you're right, exactly. And you so, you at least get in, and then he can find a way to get that audience, and once again, give his whole spiel like, "No, my dad was the old king's brother and was murdered." But he, I mean, to to kill the guy that that the only person ever to steal from Wakanda, that that will get you points. Political points with the, with the rest of the people too. Oh, I, I mean, I absolutely agree. It probably so I don't, I don't think, it, but I don't think they needed to do it for a story reason. I think it was it was a strong way to do it for sure. I don't think there's any other way to to match that. Whether they needed to do it or not, this is a different story. But I don't think there's anything he could have done that could have come close to that. Fair, but th- then keep him alive. You don't kill yeah. him off. But we're yeah. So I mean, going forward, I don't know if I mean I don't follow the Black Panther comics at all yeah uh, I, mean, I i've only read a couple of them read wikipedia more after i saw the movie yeah but i i, I don't know who else so i i don't with. i don't know what other villains we have in store for him mm-hmm. i gotta imagine they 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 know what they're doing you know yeah for sure and i, I just or I, maybe I, oh, maybe I was this also is also pissed that they had him burn all of the uh, uh, i think that magic root yeah because now now they're fucked is what, like whether it's a hundred years from now when T'Challa dies, there's just no more Black Panther ever. Could he really be around for a hundred years? Well, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that. I don't know how it works, but yeah, I, I have no idea. I assume he'll live a slightly natural, longer life. With who knows, the, like, probably his superpowers plus Wakandan technology. Yeah, Wakanda technology. He'll live forever. But either way, when he's eventually gone, even if it's from old age, they're screwed and never have a Black Panther now. But see, now I like the way they did that unbeknownst to Killmonger, uh, now that he has opened his door, T'Challa's opened the doors to the to the world, mm-hmm. that secret's gone. So they can't steal that, or someone else can't take that stuff. So that's kind of good. Uh, luckily, he got one and came back to being a Black Panther. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like they really shot themselves in the foot with a few things in this, with the villains, and then just destroying the Wakandan way of life for, like, yep. next generation. Like yeah, that. which which sucks because we we just got introduced to this, yeah, in, in, in the movies, and it was it was amazing. I I loved every part of of oh. their whole thing. The world building of Wakanda is probably my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, you and were you. I mean, you were you were immediately invested in in the whole story behind them. Absolutely, and that's why I would have liked another movie or two where you get to live in this world before something drastic like. The one thing that gives their leaders their superpowers is gone forever. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's a weird move. Hopefully, it pans out. It probably will. They always yeah. do. Yes, but, but Marvel but I, definitely has sure, a little bit of faith here. For sure, I, I wish there was like at least one one more movie of them as uh, being separate from the rest of the world, just mm-hmm. because it was so cool. This, the, I, I love those. It, it took a lot of um, it took a lot of those historical things from like all the African tribes. Like the, I I kept thinking it was like Festivus, you know, 
When they, you know, you know Festivus, the the Seinfeld thing. Yes, I know Festivus. Yeah. Well, the feat, feats of strength. If you can take down the the leader of the household, you you know, that's what I thought. It was, it was that that kind of that kind of. I mean, of deal. I'm pretty sure there's like actual history of ritualistic combat in, in Africa is. and other places of the world. But I'm a 30 year old white American, and Seinfeld is my Bible. So I mean, that's his. But that's fair. very fair. I mean, no disrespect to the real like heritage of things, but that's what my mind went to, and I loved yeah. it. Um, now, if I ever watch this, I'm just going to be thinking like, when he shows back up at the end, it's, he's just going to be like, "You forgot the airing of grievances." They're all chanting Festivus for the rest of us. Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Anyways, moving on from that. Yes. Uh, what did you uh, think about the fight sequences in this? Uh, I, I, half and half. I did not like the CGI fights between the two Black Panthers. They mm. were, I hate to, I mean, I, I hate to just kind of like repeat what I hear, but like they, the CGI is not great in this one. Personally, mm. I don't give a shit. I don't care about CGI. I'm watching a, a, a movie about a guy who wears, who wears a suit that comes out of a necklace. I'm not looking for reality, you know. I'm not looking. I, at, for, I'm not looking for for something that's gonna maybe think, oh my god, they're actually fighting. But that being said, this the real fighting in the in the water, and mm-hmm. like for like the the, the ritualistic fight, ritualistic fight. Those were the only fights Amazing. I enjoyed. Yeah, those were incredible. Like I was on the edge of my seat, like biting like my my nails were like. In both All of them. them, yeah, yeah. Going, the, I've never been more anxious in my life than when I when they were next to that edge. Like, why? How could you be so cool and calm, collected next to that edge? Yeah, but they were. Not me. I <laughs> couldn't do that. No, I I agree. The ritualistic fights were the only fights I really enjoyed because it felt like two people actually fighting. Yeah. And I hated the first fight just because I think it was shot poorly. It cut a ton of times. It felt like taking three, where every time he threw a punch, it cut seven times. Yep. Yeah, but even the rest, I agree with the CGI and the only Marvel movies I think that have gotten the the strength behind some of these superheroes right are Civil War and Winter Soldier because the Russo brothers really understand like they do it with Captain America too, where he punches someone, it feels like he's mm-hmm. like ten times stronger than any human should be, and people are going flying. And Black Panther is supposed to be just as strong after he takes that route. Yep. And when he hits people, it feels like there's nothing behind them. People are just flying ragdoll yeah. for no point. Yeah. True. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well. No. All right. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, 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 I was sorry for the, the, the stop there, but I'm thinking about it. Like, I'm just playing it all back. So, so the, the fight that bothered me was on the, the train tracks. Yes. That. Which was just almost painful. Mm-hmm. Because I, I hate when this isn't the first movie to do it, and it won't be the last, where they they call out something early, way earlier in the movie, and they're like, "Oh, is those magnets uh, running trains?" Like, yeah, and they they shut down the vibranium. I'm like, "Okay, well that's coming back at some yeah. point here." So that was like very obvious callback. But then to fight next to a, a speeding train and then having them split on both sides where they could talk, it's just I mean, it felt like Phantom Menace when. Uh... Yes. Obi Wan was on the other side of the red screen and couldn't reach Darth Maul in time. Yep. That that's what it felt like when they were just talking back and forth. Yeah. No, it, it, it's it was it was weird. I didn't like it at all. And if you, I don't know. I I, I can't say anything technical about the fight and fight sequence, but I, I can say that that little I don't like to use the word, but 
that it was a trope that I didn't like it. It was kind of like when a little eye roll. I've seen that a billion times before. And and I have no problem with it if you're doing something new or in an interesting way. Yep. But they didn't. They just did it to do it. it felt and like. this movie was full of very interesting new things I've never seen before. Yes. So it was so, disappointing. Like the climatic fight was like. And that. why they, they just fell back on something easy. So yeah. that was not great. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. I like the I like the fight sequence though. Um, the casino fight sequence. I like that, but I like I like the girls fighting. Not yes, not Bozeman. The girls were amazing in this. Whenever there was more things happening at once, and the Black Panther was thrown into the mix, he immediately fell to the background. Yes, and I think Bozeman did a good job. It's just everyone else. I think was they, like they, a I feel like they were they were hammering the 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 support cast for this because they wanted to show that it was a maybe it was a tribe, maybe there was it was the fact that it was a, a complete team effort. That mm-hmm. this guy, since he was the king and, and the Black Panther, did not necessarily mean that he was the best fighter. He just happened to be the bloodline. Yes. Which they also, they touched upon that in the beginning when they're like, don't freeze. Mm-hmm. And he goes down and then he freezes and the, the I'm blanking on her name, but the general. Okoy. Okoy? Uh, yeah, Okoye? I call him yeah. yeah, she comes down and saves the day at the end when the guy. She had, was uh, badass. She's Nokia the best fighter. Or whatever her name is. Yeah, she yep. was fantastic. And when she busts out that staff, like, in the casino and, like, whips it yeah. around her neck, like, woof, amazing. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Way, way to use your necklace as, like, a, a, this is not a necklace. This guards my neck for when I throw my spear around it. <laughs> Beautiful. Loved it. That was, yeah. That was pretty great. I liked that fight, too. Yeah, but that's that scene bothered me in different ways. I liked it in general, but the thing is, I've seen it before. That was almost, like, scene for scene, uh Location for location, exactly identical to Skyfall. Remember, remember that. Remember that scene in Skyfall where James Bond takes a stolen briefcase to go turn it in. Oh, he he got the little little poker chip or a key, whatever, and he went to the bar to go get a whole big case oh, of money. Oh yes, it is. Yeah, and he ended up right. throwing a guy into into the, like the 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 dragon pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the. the I think that might have been the same exact casino flash bar. I mean, they they could have like used it. Because it, it was scarily identical, the whole the whole premise of the whole thing was identical. I didn't like that. But I, I don't. This is this movie we said was like the love child of Lion King and James Bond, so I'm okay with that. I know, but, but I like think I'm considering it a, like an homage to James Bond. Maybe, but I mean, pick an older James Bond scene. That one only came out like four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of James Bond, though, I loved Shuri's Q moment when she was just showing oh, yes. uh, T'Challa all the new gadgets and everything, and then she gets to the shoes, and she's like, I call them sneakers. I was dying laughing at that. Now, was that because they're shut off from the outside world where they don't really know those that type of shit? Because no, it, it no, seemed she, like she was serious. Just, yeah, no, she just had a very corny sense of humor. Okay, I okay. Like. I could have I gone either way. I was like, ah, that's funny, but... Did she really not know? <laughs> no, no. I mean, yeah. she references Coachella at the end, so she definitely knows what sneakers are. Valid. And she knew the she knew that little meme thing. The what are those? Yes. Yeah. But the the I don't you. It's been long documented on this podcast that I love corny humor. So going with that for the name of the shoes that have no sound. Yep. I I laughed like the whole theater was laughing, but I was definitely the loudest. I was. Uh, I, I, it was an ideal name for sure. Yes. Loved it. Speaking of Shuri, though. Another little bit forward in Marvel is, for those of you who don't know, in the comics, there is a new girl who took over as Iron Man. 
and who's supposed to be like the, the smartest woman on the planet. And I think Shuri could easily fill that role without having to find a way to introduce this girl. Because in the comics, she just kind of builds her own Iron Man suit and becomes Iron Man out of nowhere. Like nobody knew who she was. And this could take like a pre-existing character who's already at least as smart as Tony Stark, if not smarter, because she's gr- grown up with Vibranium. Yep. And she could become like the next Iron Man if Robert Downey Jr. wants out after these Infinity War movies. Yeah, I think an easy segue for that is also in the comics, Tony Stark becomes the, the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yes. So, so he'll have like a background role. Have him just bump up to that, move her up to the Iron Man situation or the Iron Girl. What do you want to call it? Iron Iron Woman? Yeah, she was called Ironheart. Ironheart, even better. I love that. Yeah. Cool. Do that. And that, that way you can still get Robert Downey Jr. in a couple of movies where mm-hmm. he's not in the action role, and then you know something crazy will happen down the line where the original Iron Man has to suit up again. Yep. People will go crazy for that. It would be great, though, know, if some... Because we know, we know there's a huge war scene in coming up Infinity War. Mm-hmm. If he gets shot in the eye and he loses an eye and he's got to start wearing... Uh, an eye patch like Nick Fury, woo, it'd be pretty good. Well, we already have Thor with an eye patch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we can't have I, like three characters running around with an eye I patch. I love eye patches. I think they're great. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, that's what I want. Um, what else? Who else did you love out of the supporting cast? I mean, I feel like we could just name names um, here, and they all. And I mean, he was barely a supporting cast. He may have been like he was like a main character. It was Martin Freeman, oh. the ever ever K Ross. Yes, I feel like he's yeah. going to be the next phases Coulson, and I'm all like, I'm I feel like he already that. is, right? He has to be already. He already is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he was uh, only in Civil War in this, but he was great in both. Yeah, for such a small character. One one thing I, I saw online that I couldn't get out of my brain the whole the whole time I was watching it. Um, you know, if, if you did you see the the joke about um, Lord of the Rings? Which one? Because the only two white guys in this in Black Panther were both in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And they said, oh, yeah, they're the, they're the Tolkien white guys. <laughs> I did see that, but I'd forgotten it. That's... Tolkien, get it? <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. That's, that's more, more nerd amazing. jokes. More nerd jokes. Anyways, he, he was awesome. Um, he, I, I love how he sacked up at the end and when he's like doing the, the fighter pilot thing. And he's like, mm-hmm. how, how much time do I got? When the, he's about to get blasted in the face. Yeah. I mean, it was heroic because, you know, he put his life on the line, but he was also in a fake spaceship, and he could, he could hear the countdown of, of this blast. So he knew he had some time. But, so I, but I still. I was nervous. That might have been the most nervous I was for a character in the movie. It, it built tension. It was great. Because he's a disposable enough character that he could have died there saving the day, and it would have been perfectly fine. Yep. And it also, I wasn't sure if they were going to, like, show Wakanda to the world at the end, and that would have closed that loophole where he doesn't have to worry about rep- not reporting something to the U.S. government. Yep. Where if he died saving it, it's just done with. So I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to kill him. No, I love his character. You know, you could kill him, and that's, that's actually a dark side of Wakanda. You can just murder anybody, and no one will know. Yeah. It's a great, play, great, great burial spot. <laughs> well, yes. Unless you are Wakandan, and then the entire country will know. Because I feel like there wasn't a ton of people in that country. I kind of feel like no, I'm not going to I'm not going to go there. But anyways, all right. So uh, T'Challa, we already touched upon this earlier, earlier that every time he was in action with anyone else, he always he fell to the background. Mm-hmm. Acting wise, he did a great job. He was a, 
Yeah. Great, and great he, king. Great, great diplomat. Everything he needed to do. Uh, he was a bit reserved on the on the on the fighting end. Mm-hmm. But I felt that was more because he was still trying to find himself as a king. Yes. Remember, this was only within a week of yeah. Civil War. He just so lost he his just father. Lost his father. Just became king. It's a lot of stuff to deal with. Yeah, and and he was his support staff around him was very strong willed and very narrow not narrow minded mm-hmm. but like focused straight gunning people yeah focused and so his any any wishy washiness on his end was amplified by that mm-hmm. that's all yes so I I I he wasn't the strong he wasn't he wasn't like oh my god King T'Challa what a badass he mm-hmm. was like okay well there's a leader who is finding his way and he did the right moves at the end he didn't he didn't just kill Killmonger. He brought him up. He, sh- he did the right thing. He showed him because he was really Wakandan. And he, des- he, he deserved to see the skyline like he always wanted to. And he and, offered to save him, too. Yep. I think that there was the right call to let him die because he was exactly right. It's, saving him just to put him in shackles is no life to live. Yes, but I also wish they hadn't killed him. Just like I mean, we were talking you- about earlier. But you don't have to. Do? Yeah, you don't put a knife in his heart. Then you knock him unconscious and they lock him up or something. You yeah, but like what? Else? But what? Like what is he going to do then? He's, he's just locked up. I mean, yeah, I know he's like one of the biggest villains. You know, he's one of the biggest villains from the comic books. But in this movie here, he wasn't really a villain. He's just the other guy. Yes. Well, yeah. If there was a movie about his character, the entire way you like, you could be like, this guy's dark and pushing things too far, but he has a good goal. He just damn angry. He, he could have easily happened. been an anti-hero, and they could have turned him into that if they locked him up and had him like as a side character in the next two, three Black Panther movies. Yep. And like slowly I, came around to understand. Like, I don't, I don't think he's. I, I don't think he's getting enough flack for for actually saying, "Hey, yeah, no, let's let's give all the uh, all all these black groups these weaponized guns so they can defend themselves and take over the world." That's not the right way to handle things. Well, I agree, but he, he had a good like end goal that he wanted, which was like, he wanted he wanted Wakanda people. stuff to have. He he wanted everyone to open up to Wakanda and and be open to the world and share. Yes, mm-hmm. that's good. By arming and militarizing every every black person in the world, less good. Not awesome. Um, <laughs> not to say that, that everyone would be bad. No, but then like that's just. We're not getting into the political statement, but throwing <laughs> throwing a billion guns out to the world, that's not going to have a great outcome. No, I agree with that, but I think you could have had small scenes like in the next couple movies where like T'Challa would visit him in prison and they could like gain a little respect for each other and he'd start to see – it's kind of like a Professor X and Magneto. They want the same thing but by different ends, and occasionally they team up and help each other, that type of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, it – he, he he could have been used as a good tool, but I think I think using him as like a sacrificial kill and sh- to show how kind T'Challa was, I think that was more worthwhile than any scenes you could throw him in at the end. I, yeah, I don't and know. that I, that showed him as a Marvel full. Marvel has a problem with killing. They don't have great villains, and they kill off most of the ones that are good. So, I mean, you got to kill people, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's well, no, there's that, no, that there's, was Killmonger's fault. Ma- Marvel, kill people, man. Marvel does not have an Arkham Asylum where they just store people for like months on end. You know, they, well, had they a... do now after Civil War. That prison that they locked the Avengers in that was designed for like supervillains. Oh yeah, and that really worked out well because Captain America came and busted everyone out in well, an I, afternoon. I don't think he's gonna go bust out Killmonger. Well, if, if, if Cap can do it, someone else can. 
Yeah. Just saying. All right. Well, <laughs> moving on then. Do you have anything right. else? Or do, should um, we hop into our reviews? Uh, I think I'm okay. All right. So let's hop into yeah. our reviews. Uh, do you want to go popcorn or critical first? Popcorn's easy. I'm going to give it five. Oh, I went four. but Well, you're, you're wrong. So whatever. All right. So four and a half. Since there's only uh, two of us, we actually have to average stuff. All right. So four and a half. Because I mean, it was at, at what point were you sitting there like, this isn't awesome? Yeah, I don't. The fight see, sequence in the beginning, I didn't love, and then the train at the end. So well, I don't get the critical bookends, on us. Don't get don't get critical. The, the the popcorns are just a gut score. I know, but like I, I know for a fact. I I sat in that theater during that train scene, being like, this is just a crappier version of the Phantom Menace thing, which is not something you should be thinking in a five popcorn. Okay, fine, fine. Like you should be so enthralled in it that like that thought never even comes into your head. Fine. All right. Four and a half, but up down. Which is still great. Under protest, but okay, fine. All right. So, uh, critical. I, um, I'll let you go first because I'm, I'm trying to decide if I want to bump mine up. I, I, maybe I was a little too harsh on it. Uh, okay. Because uh, I got to keep in mind, critically, we, we try to keep everything on the same level. Yeah. All right. So, I, I'm not going to give it a 98% because that would just be ludicrous. Yes. Looking at you, Rotten Tomatoes. Shout yeah. out, sponsor the pod. I'm going to go, because I think Thor, I gave it a 78. Or 78. Oh, all right. That makes I think me feel Thor, much better about mine. Yes, but I mean, this one's much higher than because this one actually had good plot. It was self-sustainable. It was, there wasn't loose ends flying around everywhere. There wasn't just cheap kills. Yeah. Because at Thor, they just killed everyone. I couldn't remember what we up. gave Thor, so I was super worried we gave we, Thor we, like a 90. And I no. Be like, oh. God, no. No, this this one's much stronger than that. Um, critically, I don't I don't see much wrong with it other than the fact that it was a little far fetched, you know. So I'm gonna go 87. 87. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to change mine at all. I gave it a 79. Okay. And the reason, like I said, I didn't like some of the cuts during the fight sequences and just the direction behind the action. On what besides the ritual fights. It it never was amazing for me. It, it was it, some scenes were very good, some were just bad in my opinion. So just the fight sequences alone bring it down. Okay, so that gives us an eighty three. Eighty three? That, that yep. seems fair. All right. What are you <laughs> drinking with this? If you watch it again, I'm gonna go the uh, a, a bit of brewery purple haze. Ooh, solid mm-hmm. choice. I like that one. That might actually be my favorite a bit of. Is it? Yeah, but I, well, kind of the same thing, but not really. I was going with Purple Haze as mine, which is a cranberry vodka mixed drink. So okay. Turns out Purple I feel like we should let you go first because you, you, you're, you're the inspiration for mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they didn't have to know that. but Yeah, I'm, I'm an honest know. person. Whatever. Um, all right. Before we wrap up our review, though, do we want to give our top five Marvel movies? Sure. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to? I want you to go first. Okay, so at number one, I have Thor Ragnarok. Really? That, yes. That I I remember when we reviewed it, I said it was tied as number one with Iron Man, and just it's been a few months now, and I still like I've watched it twice more, and I I loved it. It's a great time every time. Goodness. I, I, okay. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok is my number one. Number two, obviously Iron Man, the thing that started okay. this all off. 
It was fantastic. Number three, I'm going Winter Soldier. I'm a big Captain America guy. He's my favorite Avenger. And that one was the Russo Brothers' first one. And that was the Mm -hmm. first time, like I said earlier, you really see Captain America hitting people like a super soldier actually should. He just wrecks people when he destroys them. Number four is Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, we've talked about how much we love Star Wars, and that's just basically a space opera and Marvel. Yep. And then number five, it's there's two movies there right now. I don't know which one's going to be in and out, so I'll just list them both. It's Black Panther and Ant-Man. Those yeah, are... I, was, I was wondering if you are going to put Ant-Man in there, because it's right in the cusp for me. Yeah, no, that, that's, like, Ant-Man was my number five till I saw Black Panther, and now they're, like, co-have that spot. Okay. That's that's fair. I mean, you, there's there aren't many Marvel movies that are bad. Obviously. Yeah, no, even the worst ones, they're still pretty decent movies. Yeah, uh, I've rewatched them all like three or four times, so rewatchability up there is always up there. But mm-hmm. uh, number one's gonna be the the first Avengers. Oh yeah, because that was that was a big deal. That was the first time that ever there was ever an ensemble movie for superheroes. I think if I was just going on popcorn, it, yeah. that would be number one for me, okay. just because that was like such an event. Yeah. Um, number two is going to be Iron Man, the first one, 2008. Okay. Number three, close close three, is Black Panther. All right. All right. Then Guardians of the Galaxy, number four, and then five. I'm, I'm going to go Ant-Man. I didn't real, I'm looking at the list right here. I didn't realize I loved Ant-Man so much, but I just do. It's, Dude, it's Ant-Man was, so, Ant-Man it was a great time. came out at a time when I was very close to being like, out. Just over like Marvel movies and comic book movies, and it was just so refreshing, yep. and such a good time watching it. And I've watched it a few times since then, and I just Paul Rudd's perfect. Yeah, you, you, he's you, perfect. Michael Pena was amazing as a yep. side guy. Yep, uh, I remember seeing the the trailers for that and the because they, they did a guerrilla uh, ad campaign by putting little miniature billboards next to yeah. park benches, and I was like, this is not real. Like I didn't think it was. It couldn't be real, mm-hmm. but it was. I and remember, I, I I didn't see it in theaters because I was like, "This is gonna be really fucking dumb." Ant Man, mm-hmm. I I wasn't as familiar with the the comics at that point, so I was like, "This is just like a throwaway." But once once I watched it, I was like, "Holy shit!" I was it's missing so out. Good. I remember seeing in um in the subway system in New York, they had the giant like it was full size poster, but it was just Ant Man in a white poster and yep. the tiny little dot in the center of, that was supposed to be like if you look closely, it was actually him. That's awesome. That was great. Yeah. So yeah. So, Ant Man doesn't get the the amount of praise it should. No, absolutely. Except not. for we just we just did that. So cool. Yeah. Shout out us. That's very big of us. Yep. Um. Well, that wraps up this week's review of Black Panther. Let's hop into our weekly recommendations. John, what have you been watching? Um. Not much, to be honest. I, I I finally I watched the last season of Parks and Rec, so I blew through that finally. Mm-hmm. I was just it's always between Office and Parks and Rec, and I I I think I'm giving the nod towards uh, Parks and Rec being the better series. Thank you, I agree with that. Yes, but uh, the Office had the much stronger series finale. I also it, agree with that. Of I every think... TV show ever, the, the Office they did it absolutely perfectly. Yes, I think so. Parks and Rec is better at being more consistently great throughout. Yep. 
Yep. Like the office had some really bad seasons, some really great ones, but it, yep. it, end, it ended in the best possible way, except they might possibly be bringing it back now. And also uh, Parks and Rec lost um, Chris Traeger and, 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 and what's her face. And, and they didn't come back for the finale. They did. Yes, they did. Did they? For like, Five oh, minutes. for like, like, yeah, like a tiny very, part very at briefly. the very end. But I mean, uh, The Office lost the, the Michael Scott, the guy. Yes. Can you imagine? It would be like if uh, they lost uh, Leslie Nope mid- midway through, just, or Ron Swanson. Mm-hmm. I think it's more Ron Swanson because yeah, you yeah. can't you can't replace him. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the, the most important person in the first five seasons of The Office gone. It, w- it was like Office A and Office B. There was two different series in there. They're both very, very good. I like them both, but it took them like a season or two to find their footing after Michael Scott yeah, left. Yeah, but Parks and Rec, the, it was consistent from the first episode all the way through the last. Yes. yes. Well, the first episode of season two. The first season's not that great. I, I liked it. Oh, I tell people to start on season two. Mark Brandanowitz, awesome. He should have come season, back at the end. The first they, season's only like six episodes, man. Yeah, I know. It's it's bad. Jesus Christ! No, it's pretty good. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what's your recommendation? Uh, I got two for us. Well, I'll get a third one. Shout out the Olympics. Watch the U.S. curling team. They've been killing it. USA. 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 Yeah. But um, I right, so this past weekend I recently started rewatching Archer, and it is so amazing. Like the early seasons, I forgot how great they are. I. When you're watching something by yourself, do you laugh out loud? Often? Yes. Yeah. Not uh, often, I don't. but it'll it'll pop. Uh, yeah, it's very rare for me to actually like. I'll think stuff's funny, or I'll be like, "Heh," but I won't mm-hmm. actually laugh by myself. But with Archer, I've only rewatched the first season, and almost every episode, I'm laughing out loud. It was so good. The, the, it's. I I stopped watching when the uh, the ISIS shut down, and the fact that their spy organization is called ISIS. Such that's a tough, the worst coincidence that's, a, that's ever. a tough one to deal with. Yes, but it's still it's still great. And I even because how I restarted it is I saw they were on Hulu, so I finished the last season because mm-hmm. I'd only watched the first half of it, and then I started it over. And the last season's not bad either. I just I think it was better when they were a spy organization. Yeah, I, I stopped entirely, so I don't know what they did after that. So they sold drugs for a while. They became a detective agency, and then they were in the forties. That sounds terrible. That's... <laughs> it works much better than... Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, well, I'll believe the it. The drug season was a little iffy. But okay. the others work better. Um, cool. Oh, and they worked with the CIA for a season. Oh, well, as you would. Yeah. Uh, and then my other weekly recommendation is I finally watched The Witch, which was incredible. Have you seen it? No. It's a horror film, but it's not... I don't think there's a single jump scare in the entire movie. It's more like tension-building horror. Mm-hmm. It's uh, about early pilgrims. They get kicked out of their town slash village because the father thinks the village isn't Christian enough, and he's attacking them for it. So they're sent wow. out to live in the wilderness. They build a farm, and it deals with them building a farm, and a witch steals a baby to kick it off. Steals their baby. Wow. That sounds and, like a good story. Yes. And it, it, I'm not going to spoil anything because you should definitely go watch it. Okay. It is on HBO if you have HBO. Okay, then. Or Amazon Prime. It's one of those two. I forget where I watched it. All right. So Shout yeah, out they, both sponsor the pod. 
Dave recommends The Witch, wherever it may yeah. be. Absolutely. Perfect. All right, then. Awesome. Well, so that next, wraps up. Yep. Next week, yeah. we're going to watch 1517 to Paris. I don't remember how this is coming out, what day these are coming out. We're either watching 1517 to Paris or we'll have our Oscars review, depending on when this comes out. Yeah, well, Oscars are, isn't for two weeks. Yes, but I don't know if we're dropping this. If we're we, this doesn't we, need to be this, on the podcast. This needs. This is happening. We're gonna post this as soon as we possibly can. All right. Okay. Absolutely. All right. All right so next week we're doing fifteen seventeen to Paris. Sounds good. Perfect. All right. See, See you later, that. everyone. Love you. What? Hear what I say. We are the business today. Fuck shit is finished today. RT and J. We the new PB and J. We dropped the classic today. We did a tablet of asses today. The joints with the matches and ashes away. We dash away. Donna and Dixon, the pistol is rattling away. Doctors of death. Filling our patients of breath. We ought to pay you the trust. Fuck it, it work. Hooking up curses and slurs. Smoking my brain in a mush. I became famous for blaming you fuck. Naming my way through the brush. There was no training or taming of me and my bro. Live like a man, but I'm animal raw. We are the murderous pair. That with the jail and we murdered the murderers there. Then with the hell and discovered the devil delivered some hurt and despair. Used to have powder to push. Now I smoke pounds of the push. Holy, I'm burning the bush. Now I give a fuck about none of this shit. Two runner over and out of this bitch. Woo.